Well, other than this being the 1999 Mets theme song. You can't see this song. every time this song plays. No, I mean, it's it's L.A. Woman. It's not this stupid Mets song. song. It was. Right? It's just for you it is. No then, one else hears L.A. Woman and thinks of the 99 Mets. I do. Only you. Only and, you. And then in like 2001, it was Who Let the Dogs Out? But hey, Seltzer wants to lean into his Mets. You know the Mets, Mets, the Mets like good theme song. song from every year running. I know because he's uh, a huge Mets how, guy. How? <laughs> like, how is no this one else listening other than because of you? Available to you. I had roommates in college who were Mets fans. You know. Oh yeah. Well, wait. Didn't Joe say something along these lines at one point, Jimmy? <laughs> he did. I have to find it. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, I have something for you, James, and I, I have it somewhere in my phone. We got to get the audio of Ike from this past weekend. Because in the pregame show in picking Dallas, he did one of those I like, and then he said the dirty gotcha. word, and he said it strong. And we got to do like dirty for years yeah, to come. Well, that's oh, a no brainer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I got to find I got to find the time on that one. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I do believe the Eagles are being disrespected, being only a two and a half point favorite. It's not to say take San Fran, you know, too lightly. I mean, we saw Tampa come in here in 0-2. We saw Carolina come in here in 0-3. Stuff like that can happen. Frankly, I think San Fran is obviously better than that Carolina team at the very least. They're very good, but they got Brock Purdy, and I don't expect the Eagles to lose. Ross Tucker with us as well. Let's go to the phone. Let's talk to our buddy Black Gritty. What's up, Black Gritty? Hey, guys. Uh, two things first for the football. Ross, you're a Swifty? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I love Taylor oh. Swift's music. I think it's fantastic. Oh. Anybody with oh. half a brain does. You get in the car, oh. a Taylor Swift oh. song comes on, oh. you smile, oh. you start bopping in your seat, oh. or else you're not a human oh. being. But you but you disrespected Prince last week, and then Oscar's boy, which I know <laughs> he's worn blouses at the Phillies game, so I know he's down with Prince. Prince says the culture. Anyway, let me get the sports before I get regular, you guys. I love you, Ross. I want to hate on you. Uh, let me tell you guys. Uh, the reason the line is like this is because of coaching. The, every, the teams are equal. You know, you got the quarterbacks to separate, and then you got the coaches to separate. Shanahan has been to the Super Bowl. He's been to conference championships. You know, that's where I feel like the line's at, and that's evenly whatever you want to call it. But they got to come across the country. They've lost the day for the game. They lost the day for the travel. I'm not super let me worried you, about it. Let I, me ask you a question, Black Grady. Are you saying it's coaching or the perception of coaching? Because they're two I'm different things. That, they're two different things. <laughs> which coach has been in the Super Bowl? Yeah, which coach blew the Super Bowl? Which coach has blown two Super Bowls? He, you know, uh, Kyle Shanahan, two, hold on, hold on. Kyle Shanahan you're, might you're be the only person down. alive. You're asking a question, you're not letting me answer it. You're, Kyle you're Shanahan might be the only person alive who has personally blown two Super Bowls. Go ahead. But has he, but has he gotten Super Bowls past conference championship, right? So he's gotten to this point already, and he's gotten past this point. Is my point, and he's coming from the Shanahan tree and the, the system. Talk about systems, my God! The, the, the son gives to the dad, the dad gives to the, the whole. Family. He's gonna have three grandchildren. <laughs> well, my grandkids are down there. Through me, a Shanahan sweep to the right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, there's a system put in place there. That's my thing about the coaching. All, all right? right, we'll see. Nick Sirianni did a great job this year, but he's a second year coach, second year head coach. There, there is a difference there, and if you disrespect that, it's just silly. Getting to a Super Bowl is something too, you know. Well, no, I, I get, I, I, I get it, but I think Nick's really good. So, so are you saying you think the Eagles have the coaching advantage in this game? I'm saying because... I'll tell you this: I, I don't, I would not give the advantage to San Francisco. Oh, I'm not saying the Eagles. On. How no, could no. you? Shanahan literally has the worst coaching performance in the history of football. Yeah. Like he has the worst loss as a coach in the history guess, of guys, football. What has Sirianni what done wrong? That he, what what twenty-eight to three. Doing, twenty-eight to three is what we're talking about. What you're doing is not being. Do you honest remember? With was he not the coach? 
when they scored the 28 points? I'm confused. But, but Ross, yeah, he, but Ross he blew like, two Super Bowls. Yeah. Come on, man. All you do is oh run the football God. a little bit. All they had to do is run the football, and you kick that, that field goal with that kicker, and the game's over. And he didn't do it, and that's his fault. I'm not saying, guys, he's not a really good coach. I'm telling you, I think Nick Sirianni's a really good coach. I Look, it's the, I think – the same thing with- – Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I, I think what you're doing, Joe and Jimmy, is is you're you're avoiding the, the truth of this situation. Like it's okay to say the 49ers have better coaches. Have- I mean, it's not it's not far and away better coaches, but they are significantly more experienced. I don't I mean I know they're I know they're more experienced, but Tom Brady's respected this way for a reason. Tom Brady's more experienced than Jalen Hurts doesn't mean Brady's currently better than Jalen Hurts. Look, I have no problem saying the 49ers have a better coaching staff going into this game. It's not by it's not by a ton. Well, that's your opinion. But experience I, does matter. I I think two things. One is I think Joe's right that it's more perception. This is the second year for Sirianni as a head coach, for Steichen as an OC, for Gannon as a DC. I got news for you. They all seem to be awesome. Right. I mean, Steichen and Gannon are probably going to get head coaching jobs maybe even this offseason, Sirianni led the team to the best record. Like, the Eagles coaches, they've been well-prepared in every game seemingly the whole year. I think they've done a terrific job. I do think the perception of Shanahan is better because of the experience. He's done it longer. This is his third NFC Championship game, all those things. I also think, however, that James and Joe are overstating what Shanahan did as the OC for the Falcons when they were up 28-3. He's the offensive coordinator. He's not the defensive coordinator. He obviously should have run the ball more late. He has admitted that mistake. I never know what the head coach tells him in those situations, blah, blah, blah. But to me, I mean, they had a 25-point lead. How about playing a little bit of defense if you're the Falcons? I hear you. All right, give me a great performance in a movie, Black Grady. Who do you got? I, I'm just thinking all the top tier women on Hidden Figures because they're all equally great. I just love that movie. All, all the right, there, killed it. All right, you got it. Whole collection's not gonna, you know, get it. You know, be a winner when we're looking for one. Man, what are you gonna do? Joe in North Wildwood. Joe, what's going on down the shore right now, man? Ew. Good morning, uh, James, John, and Ross. What a pleasure. Hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm getting to you, Joe, my brother. I was one of the people to pray for you Friday. I wanted you I to be happy. I wanted you to relax yep. and win and just be happy. Needed that so, so bad. Yeah, just to start off, man, I thank James. His enthusiasm Saturday was wonderful. Before the game, I was doing everything I could to pace myself to get to the game like I had to play or something. Yep. <clears throat> but, I mean, I'm curious because I didn't hear Saturday's show with Seltzer. How high-pitched was his voice with his like twenty four hours to go till kickoff enthusiasm, James' like, voice was perfect. How's my that? Man. It was, it was. Uh, you know, when when you hear, I I'm sixty years old. I've been through it all. Every time you guys talk about any recent since you know the seventies, mm-hmm. I've been there. Anyway, I'm calling to uh, maybe the betting thing. So yep. the, the lines around two and a half. Correct. Um. So. My career in betting from Philadelphia, if you call, if I called my friend, the line may have been two and a half, but in Philadelphia it was four. So the national line is two and a half. If, what, what do you think the line should be? I think the line should be uh, five points. All right. So now I'm going to take San Francisco 
getting 11. So I'm going to tease the 49ers. Can you imagine the 49ers getting 11 points? Yeah, so but you're, you're, you're junking the whole thing up. You, now you're overcomplicating I, well, it. I'm, no, I'm betting, my brother. This is what it's about. No, you can do that, and, and that's fine. But I'm also talking about the game. I'm talking oh, about the, the fact oh, the that game, I expect the Eagles yeah. to win by more than two and a half points, and I think it's ridiculous they're only a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, I think I think they're going to win by more than two and a half too. But if I had to bet right now, I wouldn't bet on the game because I, <laughs> I donated enough over my career. Fair enough. All right, Joe, give me a big answer, man. Performance in a movie so, by a female. Yeah, not a great actress, but it scares the shit out of me. When- 215-592-9494. Right, let's get to the Twitter poll question of the day. Um, today's question, when healthy, and Mahomes certainly is not right now, but when healthy, who is the best quarterback in the NFL? And we have narrowed it down to three. There's no more Josh Allen consideration. Lamar's not a good enough passer to be in this. Tom Brady's not Brady anymore. Um, best quarterback, we got it down to three dudes. Alphabetical order, Burrow, Hurts, Mahomes. I would say Mahomes, John, who would you say? Now, your personal pick, <laughs> not what you think people are choosing. Uh, wow. I mean, it, it's – wow. Burrow was outstanding lately. I – this is hard. It's hard for me to take Jalen Hurts over Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts over Patrick Mahomes because I love the added dimension. And Patrick Mahomes is – Far and away, that one of the most unique uh, unicorns of a quarterback we've ever seen. But then Jalen ups the ante on that. Okay, so I'll go Jalen. Seltzer, slightly. I would actually go Joe Burrow. Give me, the, give me the, give me the, give me, the, give me the argument. Hold on, Ross, Ross, Ross. Jalen's number one. He did. Hold on, hold on one second. I think he's going to age the best out of all of them. I think the brain, the way. But we're not talking age. We're talking right now. Yeah, and oh, I think he's. I've look. look the what question he just isn't. Did. Hold on. Just to be clear, the question is not for I ten years. I thought it was like, who would you take as your quarterback no, question, moving forward? Let me repeat the question because you did go to Temple, and Temple should be able to. When healthy, who is is not will be? Who is the best quarterback in the NFL? That's the question. If I had to win a game today, I think I would take Joe Burrow. Russ. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't think it's a small margin. And you want to take a you want to take a bite out of Richie, right, for his answer? I I am stunned by that answer by John. Stunned. Why? I I well, I would submit to you this. Forget the Chiefs and the Eagles. If you ask the thirty other teams in the NFL, you can have Mahomes for the next five years or Hurts the next five years. Not a single team would pick Hurts. Well, that's also a different. You're you're answering a different Hertz. question, though. Just to be clear, you're. There's no part See, of Ross this. Did what I did, and he's Princeton. How Ross, about that, Princeton? Huh? How do you not understand? Is is not future. Who is the best quarterback? Mahomes. Okay, same, and and I the and, same thing. No, 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 no. Okay, if I the ask present 30, and five years from is not the same I, thing. All right, Joe. If I ask thirty GMs, you could have Mahomes or Hurts, right? This upcoming Sunday. Yes. Or today in Joe's backyard. Sure, sure. It has to be right now, this second. <laughs> right. Okay, right now in Joe's backyard, yeah. wherever he lives with Villanova, whatever. And they would all I, say Mahomes. I, I, not not I, a single GM would say Hurts. I agree with I you. I love Hurts, but not a single one would say I'm that. I'm with you, man. All right, Ross, John, where do you think the results came in on Twitter from, from all the people that voted? I think Jalen Hurts wins. He does not. Okay, then Mahomes. Mahomes wins. significantly wins. <laughs> Mahomes, 56%. Hurts, 29 Burrow, 15 And Seltzer, just the argument on Burrow is, is – well, I mean, Burrow is not to be 
dismissed. I mean, he's got to be considered. I think he's the most in control of a game right now. I think Joe Burrow, I mean, I think he is he is playing at an elite level right now. What we saw the last two weeks, even against Baltimore, I mean, he's just, he's eating it out. I mean, he's got three offensive linemen out, and it wasn't even a problem because of the mobility, the understanding yeah. of the game, how quickly he gets the ball out. Like, he's like, you know. I also, I also thought he got jobbed in the Super Bowl last year. I don't remember the play, but I remember there's a play on – it was either second or third down late in the game where I thought it was a horrendous call by the ref, and if that call hadn't yeah. happened – Ross, do you remember this? And he's it, also real I quick. He's 3-0 against Mahomes win. for what it's worth. He, Two of them in Kansas City, just saying, with the worst yeah. roster for the most part. Don't, just you saying. Think, don't you think Jalen Hurts gets penalized when we evaluate like this because there's no one else who can do what he does? Yes, Jalen is completely different, and I do think that that's what other coaches, what other organizations are going to be looking for to be able to run an offense that does the things that we do. Patrick Mahomes, as a more pocket-friendly passer, you know, like the the West Coast guy, we've seen him up the ante for what that is. Jalen Hurts is upping the ante for what he is. No question. Which I think makes it harder on a defense. I think defenses yeah. around the NFL have a lot less experience stopping this attack. And this is where the future lies, assuming he can stay healthy. Well, that's the question. That is, But, Ross, I'll just say this. And, Ross, by the way, brought to us by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Ross, I made the point earlier. I think that the Eagles get disrespected and Hurts gets disrespected nationally in, in part – because I think people across the nation view what Hurts does in the Eagles' offense as gimmicky. And I don't think it's gimmicky. I think it's where, few, where football's headed. And I, and I think, think people just don't – they I just don't think they realize that. I think it's more about the team around him. Because of how Hurts played last year, which is okay, people had a perception of what he is as a player. They get A.J. Brown – Everyone out there knows they have the best O-line in the NFL. Everyone knows that they've got really good receivers, an awesome tight end, a really good running back. I mean, like you look at um, the Eagles compared to the Chiefs. The only position, skill guy, that I would take the, the Chiefs over the Eagles is Kelsey, and even that's pretty close with Goddard. I mean, the Eagles have better receivers. Yeah. Eagles have a better running back. Eagles have a better O-line. That's the perception more than, it, than it's gimmicky. I think the perception is that a lot of quarterbacks could, maybe not a lot, but a decent amount of quarterbacks could be doing what Hurts is doing if they were the quarterback. I mean, look, that not that what Chris Sims said? Well, that's like, what yeah. Micah Minshew Parsons said also. This? And yeah. they were yeah. wrong. Well, that's the debate. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Joe and Exton. What's going on, Joe? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great, Joe. Okay, so first off, I'll say I was one of the 15% that voted for Joe Burrow. Hmm. Uh, like, his his confidence in the pocket, it never wavers, even though he has no offensive line. Like, he, what was it? He got sacked, what, nine times, and he still won a game? Yeah, play yeah the Tennessee game, game yep. yeah. Like, that's that's incredible to me. So, I'm, I agree I'm just, with James on that. I'm fascinated when you watch him throw the ball. It, it goes exactly where he needs it to go. Like his precision in terms of the, the accuracy. I've never seen anything like Plus, that. Plus, he's just cool as hell, man. I, like he's got swagger. He's a leader, all that. So so I was on the sideline Sunday, guys, and um, he kind of reminds me of like Peyton Manning. Like he, I would say maybe 75% of the time, 
he knew where he was going to throw the football before the ball was even snapped. Yeah, yeah that's huge. Yeah. I that's was huge. talking with several Bengals coaches. He's, like, super-duper smart. I interviewed him on the field after the AFC Championship game last year. Joe Mixon was, like, crying while I was talking to him. Two minutes later, I'm talking to Burrow, and, like, he was so reserved and calm. Um, Burrow is like, – he's, like, a stylistically – I'm not going to say – I don't know he's going to have this career, but stylistically he is like a Brady-Manning type. He is beating people with his brain. Right. Mm. Right. That's a huge deal. It is. And, and, and the Jalen, accuracy. And Jalen is figuring that part out too. I mean, he was so much better in that much respect. Better. You know, like eliminating a side, eliminating routes yeah. but like beforehand because you know that that's not going to be there with the way the defense is playing it. That helps you progress faster. And Jalen took a huge step this year. All right, Joe, best female performance in a movie. Who? Oh, can I get a, a thing in to Ross real sure, quick? Sure, sure. So I, this is kind of off topic, Ross, but I'm from up in Reading, and I, I hear you talk often on the morning show about, about Nicholas Singleton, and my cousin played with him at Governor Mifflin. But I, how well, we saw, we saw Saturday, yeah, well, we saw Saturday night two Penn State running backs – for the Giants and the Eagles wearing number 26. Joe, John, I don't know how familiar you are, but Singleton yep. was the national player of the year last year, and he was the freshman of the year in the Big Ten. He, Well, he's two, he's two years away from being in the NFL, and maybe, who knows, maybe he'll be with the Eagles or another team around here. He's a fantastic, fantastic player. He really is, and I met him last year at the Maxwell Award. Super nice guy, super good dude. Joe, give me a big answer, female performance in a movie. Okay, how about Meryl Streep in Out of Africa? Yeah, that had not been said yet. So that's one of the 25 Meryl Streep answers that could be said. <laughs> what is it's the one what of is, the better ones. What is the right answer here today, Ross? Best female performance ever in a movie. Who, who do you think it should be? So I'm not good at stuff like this. What's the one with uh, Michael Douglas where she's like, I will not be ignored. Fatal Attraction's been said. Glenn Close was really good, man. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought she was really good in that one. Um, I kind of like the the Kim Basinger. Is it Basinger or Basinger? I don't know. I, I like that answer, too. I don't know. What are some of the other ones you guys like? I mean, these ones where people say, like, 1939. I never saw that movie, dude. Well, you've seen Gone with the Wind, right? Nah, I don't know. Oh, Probably Ross. not. Have you, you seen Cas Have you seen Casablanca? No, I don't think so. Have you seen, seen, like, you know, movie. The Wizard of Oz? I'm out on black and white. Man. I'm out on black Wizard and white. Wizard of Oz gets color. <laughs> <laughs> right halfway through. I've seen Wizard of Oz. Who am I? Who are we picking there? Well, you could take Judy Garland Dorothy? if you wanted to. I don't think anyone would, but you could. Is that Dorothy? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, is we, that Dorothy? I mean, the only, dude, the only other female in the whole movie is probably the the the, the old the aunt wicked witch of the and the, West. and the and the witch and then the other yeah, witch. That's not a good performance by Dorothy. And then and, and Glenn. Not a good performance by Dorothy. Yeah. Well, it's not. No. You know, I mean, it wasn't like the, the best. Listen, ever. can we just talk types. about movies from the eighties moving forward? Please? Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about Elizabeth Shue. Not enough Elizabeth Shue references around here. Let's go to uh, O.G. Wade and Chester. What's up, Wade? What's up? What's up, what's up fellas? How are we doing today? Great OG. Um, I, I kind of wanted to get on here to go at Ross a little bit for this here. You, you state that um, that Mahomes is better than, than Jalen Hurts. And my point to you is Jalen is the only quarterback in the entire NFL that actually makes the entire team better. He makes his offensive line better. So we tout and we, and we celebrate how Lane Johnson 
doesn't give up sacks. Do you realize that the reason why Lane Johnson don't give up sacks because Jalen Hurts gets out of there, he anticipates that pressure to, and gets away, and that's along the whole entire offensive line. You can see it when Jalen Hurts did not play in the games. Our O-line wasn't pushing people off the ball. We weren't getting rushing yards. Miles Sanders barely got 50 yards in those games. So what I'm trying to tell you is that when you have a player that is your quarterback, that makes your entire team. I'm, I'm even talking about the defense. When the defense has to watch Jalen before they can even start rushing the quarterback, your linebackers have to figure out what is Jalen doing before they can go into their assignments. Bruh, there's no quarterback in the league that does that and that has that effect on one team in the NFL. And that is the challenge that I would give you and every other national person that thinks or that knows the game. I'm not going to say you don't. But look at that. Look at it from that standpoint. We keep looking at it from Patrick Mahomes just throwing an underhanded ball. You also, in that same game, he threw an underhanded touchdown. He also threw an interception, three interceptions in that game. People don't what look a, at that. Uh, what, a, what a world it is, isn't it, where I can say Jalen Hurts is the second-best quarterback <laughs> and I'm getting yelled at? Right. I mean, I mean, what? That is amazing. So, by the way, I don't agree at all in terms of the sacks. In fact, I think Jalen Hurts takes some sacks that he shouldn't. Um, I very much agree with his impact on the run game. That is a huge factor. We saw that again Saturday night. His ability as a runner is a differentiating aspect for him, similar to Lamar Jackson. And interestingly, Joe and John, they don't people don't really give quarterbacks as much credit for that. You ever notice that? Like, yeah. Even if they're good runners, e- even like Josh Allen, it's like if you do it as a scrambler or designed run, they give you credit for that, but not as much when it's just the threat of it. That is an edge no that Hurts has over Mahomes. I personally think Mahomes is not just the best quarterback. I think there's a decent margin between Mahomes and any of the other guys. Josh Allen, so you, you know, so uh, Burrow, Jalen. So you're, disrecre- you're you're totally dismissing the amount of interceptions Mahomes throws, right? Because I can I can also challenge you on this here. Since Jalen has been the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, he has, we have not lost one game because of Jalen Hurts' play. Patrick Mahomes has well, clearly lost. Well, he was game. bad in the Bucs playoff game. What does that game. mean? No, no, that doesn't no, no. make any last sense. Year. Yeah, last year Giants game, he was bad. It, 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 it makes a lot of sense. Just like that. you just stated that you don't agree with the sacks, right? But Hold on a second. You just said that. that the Eagles have never lost a game because Hurts played bad. Joe and John both gave you two games immediately <laughs> off Hold the top on. of their head. I mean, okay for, pa- Patrick Mahomes has 41 touchdown passes this year. Yeah, he's got about, 12 okay. picks. He's got 41 touchdown passes. Right. You're, you're counting He threw for 5,300 yards. All right, Wade, give We're me an answer, man. F- wait, 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 wait. Female performance in a movie. Who do you have? Yeah. yeah. I don't know this lady, but it's the, uh, the the um the one I was talking about is Mercy. Max Mercy from The Natural. No, from that movie. Remember the girl uh, had kidnapped the guy, and and um. Just the one, No uh, Mercy from Cobra Kai. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's not. No, no there's I, a I, movie I called Mercy. Oh, okay, right, there you go. I'll write it down. A little Mercy action. Speaking of Cobra Kai, guys, it's coming back, but only for one more year. 
It was announced a couple days ago, John. We got one more season. And I think that's the right call. I thought they got back on track with season five. I thought it was way better than season four. I stopped. Yeah, I still haven't even gotten through four yet. Guys, I, I have two seasons. I don't think I got to three. Listen, I finished three, but. Three's fine. Four goes downhill. Five has a big rebound. Six is going to be the end of the road. It's too much. The end of the road, Hobbs. I can't believe you stuck with yeah, it. Yeah, Joe. Joe's a stick with her guy. Yeah. I try. I, I, there's like a, 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 a battleground of dead shows that I've watched like four episodes yes, of, six me too. episodes sure. of. Yeah, I just that. leave it. By the way, there is also talk, and this is huge news for me. <laughs> I'm happy for huge. You. <laughs> there is talk of a West Wing oh, reboot. Oh no! It might. No. Not, it's being teased. Now it's often teased. You don't know what's true, what's not true. But if the West Wing comes back, I mean, guys, you won't see me. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll retire from the show. I'll, I'll just sit there and watch West Wing all day. You got to watch it a lot now. If I got new new West Wing action, bye-bye. Let's go to Dan right now. <laughs> Can you imagine if Joe quit? <laughs> there was a new West Wing. Talk See, show radio quits. Oh, he's just watching the West yeah, Wing. Yeah, talk show host quits. <laughs> Wants to watch the West Wing. All right, Dan's with us. Good afternoon, Daniel. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Great, Dan. Hey, hey, first of all, I just wanted to thank you because um, listening to you guys for several years, but especially this year, it's really enhanced my ability to see better what's going on in the game. That's great. And so I just I, I, I appreciate both perspectives, although it didn't help me on the Giants touchdown where I was still following <clears throat> Saquon Barkley with the ball and Brady <laughs> went in yeah. and the cameraman was off and the Eagles were off. I think everybody got blown away by that play. That was a good play. Yeah, that was a good play. Um, in terms of the ignorance of the media with the Eagles, and I noticed that on Monday as I, as I was going through all the shows, what I would describe it as is a thunderous silence where to not pick up and comment the Eagles accomplished, yeah. given the fact that from the Chicago game, all the injuries that occurred, and they came back, and they looked like they never skipped a beat. Yeah, and Ross, we covered this earlier before you were on. One of the things that really triggered this conversation in my mind today, I just found the lack of talk on Sunday about the Eagles really annoying. I know they were going to focus on the four teams playing on Sunday in those two games, and I, I get it, but I just didn't I didn't sense Ross. And I know, Ross, you might have been working a game on radio, so you might not have. But there just wasn't enough chatter of, did you see the Eagles last night? They looked unfrickin' believable. Like that's what I was thinking. And so two two things. One is, um, you know, the game was a blowout, so they usually don't talk about that as much. The big story coming out of Saturday was Mahomes' ankle, and also yeah. I've been yeah. on some of those shows, and they are taught preview, preview, preview yeah. because they're trying to get people to watch the next game that day, yep. there's nothing – like, talking about the game the night before doesn't help them get more viewers for the game they're about to show that day. So the order hurt the Eagles in the uh, countrywide yes. conversation. Yes, because even yesterday, like, I went on with Dan Patrick or other things I do on a Monday, and Saturday was just like – they weren't asking me questions about Saturday. Yeah. It was Joe Burrow. It was where do the go Bills yeah, go here? Where do the Cowboys yep. – it's like – it's like, for some reason, if you play Saturday, by Monday, it feels like that was two weeks ago. Yeah. Dan, give me a big answer. Female performance in a movie. What? Can I just one quick thing? Sure. The dinner with the, 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 dinner with the Giants fans Saturday night went great. 
Oh, okay. oh good. Well, yeah, I remember that. Nice. Yeah, well, of course it did. You, you remember? Yeah, Eagles won by a million points. <laughs> it, didn't, well, it didn't go good for the time. Giants fan. It went good for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was really good. He he was really good. All right. So, um, um, I'm go- Has anyone picked Marissa Tomei in anything? No. So, which one do you want to go with? Ooh. My cousin Vinny. You got it, yeah, man. Yeah, I All like right, that. Dad. That's a good a answer. answer. I like that answer. I did too. So, Ross, give me an answer on this one because I, I think you uh, laid out a very sensible answer on why the Eagles weren't getting more chatter Sunday. But explain this one to me, because I don't get this. And I felt this way back with um, Char- Charlie Manuel in 08 when I felt that his remarkable storyline wasn't grabbed enough and f- featured enough by, you know, the commentators as the Phillies were moving through the playoffs in 08 and 09, by the way, both years. Russ, why does the national media that constantly does want to find interesting storylines that they can present to a, a wide, wide audience across the whole nation. Why don't they talk more about the really unique Jalen Hurts storyline? Like, I, I think it's an amazing storyline. I mean, a player who played at two prominent colleges, but had to transfer from one because he was no longer the starter, he was benched. Pulled out, pulled out in a championship game? I mean, a guy who was not a first-round pick. A guy who joined the NFL at a time when he joined a team that was perceived to have a star didn't say one word about being a backup to that Dorkazoid. Dealt with it. When he got his shot, it was bumpy at times. But his, 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 his growth as a player has been extraordinary. Why isn't that a story more featured? Well, first of all, I would tell you, Joe, that studies show that People that say Dorkazoid are actual <laughs> Dorkazoids themselves. They're the only ones that use that term. No, um, I, you know, I, I, I mean, it's pretty cool, guys. man. It's a pretty no, cool it, story. I, I agree with you. I think it's a fa- fantastic story. Even, I would argue, the stuff that he did, you know, the, the improvement he made from last year to this year is a great story. Yes. And my answer to you is... He doesn't really do the spectacular. Like, the, the stuff that gets people really talking is like when Josh Allen runs around and makes a crazy throw or Mahomes. We live in a highlight, real social media culture. And if you notice, it's really interesting because as good as Jalen Hurts is, there aren't a lot of plays where you're like, Oh, my gosh, did you see that? Yeah, it's not the Randall effect. Randall could just no. blow your mind with no, what he J- could do. And, and, yeah. and, and Jalen deserves credit for that because he's not making necessarily spectacular plays with his body. He's just that smart that he knows where to go with the football. He's accurate. But how many times – I mean, the, the biggest play that stands out to me is from the year before when he had that run against the Saints. But, like – what is the most highlight, real, yeah. worthy play of Jalen Hurts this year? It just stuff doesn't jump out to you. That's a great point. It is. I don't, I don't know the answer. I think there there are a couple, but no, which he's one? Right. What is the, it? Well, there's the what one there. It? People always show the the one of him scoring in the Vikings game where he got stopped like the five yard line and barreled his way backed all the way, way back right? his way yeah, in. Like yeah, people always cool. show the the picture and be like, Jalen Hurts scored on this play. Like that was a pretty impressive play. He's had a few of those, but to Ross's point, it's not like blow your mind no. i've never seen like that place. and part of the blow your mind is josh allen i mean he can just flick it and it goes 70 yards and it's you know on on a button uh 
Jalen doesn't have the the massive overpowering arm, but it's certainly powerful and it's certainly accurate. It's, it's yeah. not as accurate as some, not as powerful as some, but it's plenty. And I think people, I I think it's become ho hum. This what he's doing out there, the computation essentially yep. before every snap, getting us in the right play at the right time, handing it to the right person, optioning it, you know, throwing sure. to the right person. Like that cannot be understated. You, you but he makes he it look so easy that you just discount it. I agree with you, John. You, you know what he is? He is boringly efficient. Yeah. He really is. Like those drives, it's just like run. Pass yeah. to Goddard, run, pass to Devontae, run. It's like um, he's almost like so efficient that it doesn't wow you. Look, I, I compared his personality a few weeks back to Tim Duncan. I think what you're saying, Ross, it's almost like the way he played. Look, he he obviously has legs. That doesn't help either, by the way, Joe. No, I know. In, I mean, in terms of like, you know, he, he's, I mean, like I told you guys, I've interviewed him the last couple of years during the preseason games. I can't even get him to smile a little bit. Right. And I don't think that, you know, it's going to it's going to it's going to hurt Ross. It's going to hurt his endorsements for for sure. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't care, though. That's why I love him. Yeah, no, I get it. Ross, uh, before we get to times yours here, give us a I think he's a good endorser, by the way. I need some stuff that he's done. And I thought he was magnetic. We'll say we'll find out. Uh, Ross, give me a uh, an AFC look here. Uh, by the way, let me just say this real quick before we wrap the Hurts conversation for right now. I am struck by the fact that in the last hour or so, we spent a lot of time talking about Hertz and Burrow and Mahomes, rightfully so. But this week's deal is is Hertz and Purdy. And again, like I'm going back to like third grade math, the greater than sign. I don't know when the greater than sign and the less than. So, so what grade does that come in? Greater is that like fourth grade, fifth grade? Like Hertz, you got me, buddy. Hertz greater than Purdy, therefore Eagles greater than 49ers. I just want to say that. All right, Ross, the other conference. And there's no equal to. There's no greater no, than or equal to. No, it is greater than. Correct. Significantly. Significantly greater than. All right, Ross, um, Chiefs-Bengals, hobbled Mahomes. What happens? Uh, yeah, I like the Bengals. Yep. Um, by the way, let me just say this. This is important because you were talking about, like, the disrespect of, like, the betting line and stuff. Mm-hmm. That really only comes into play when the line is initially released. Since then, because, like, the Chiefs came out as three-point favorites immediately. Now it's been bet to where the Bengals are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, Osmaker said so, an initial bad line, in my opinion. Right, a, a thousand percent, yeah. Joe. But what I, my point is, when you get to Tuesday afternoon, it's no longer it, – it's, it's really what the market and what the public is, is betting. Yeah, but my – no, no, you're right. But, Ross, my point – by the time you get to Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, it's it's less about the – I agree with you, but it's – I can still feel the way I feel about the Eagles being disrespected. It's not about the odds maker setting a line. It's about millions of the people. Public. Yeah, right, millions, the, okay, millions of people. Public. Yeah, okay. betting it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. So, I, I like the Bengals in the game. Um, you know, I was on the sideline for them Sunday. They have no fear. Um, they're a lot better than people realize. Their offensive line played better. Yeah. You know, you know what I think is really hard in life? To be somebody you're not. And I believe Mahomes is going to have to be like a straight, you know, pocket quarterback. That's got to be so hard, right? Like, you know, it's like picture Michael Jordan 
in his prime, and all he could do was shoot spot-up jumpers. Like, he couldn't go by the guy. Right. He couldn't go to the hole. I think that's going to be very difficult for Mahomes. I think the Bengals are going to be tight coverage early in the down and, and hope that Mahomes has to hold the ball. and Because the, the longer he holds it, then the more he has to move. Maybe he aggravates that thing. I like the Bengals. Here's my question for you guys. Do you really want – it to be Chiefs and Andy Reid and Mahomes for, like, the hype of it? Or do you not care? Or do you prefer it's the Bengals that it isn't as an eagle As an Eagles fan, I'd rather they beat the Bengals because they got too much love for Andy. And while it would be a fascinating storyline to talk about for two weeks, I wouldn't want to see Andy lose. So I'd rather wow. he loses in a round Couldn't earlier. disagree. I mean, I love That's Andy, fun. but I would love to beat him, too. That I get, I would derive no pleasure from the Eagles beating Andy Reid. I derive pleasure from the Eagles winning a Super Bowl, but not at Andy Reid's expense. But I think the fact that Andy has won, yeah, I know, it like it's not as bad. Oh, as I agree. They would beat him, you know. I agree. Hey, Ross, stay well, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Ross is always brought to us by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Thanks, Ross. Absolutely. See you guys. Thanks, All right. Ross. Up ahead, time's yours. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Just like football, your restaurant, hospitality, or casino business needs an innovative game plan and flawless execution in order to win. So if your point of sale system is lacking the latest technology, or if it's not helping you sell more, earn more, or work less, you need to talk to my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. PDQ has everything you need for success, including mobile POS, self-service kiosks, enterprise reporting, contactless functionality, data and cybersecurity, and the best service and support in the industry. PDQ POS is the fastest, easiest, and most reliable POS available. That's why PDQ POS has been the top-rated restaurant management system for over 35 years. Whether you have a single-location restaurant or thousands of locations, Joe Flynn and his team of POS experts will create a custom game plan that will help your business grow like never before. Trust me, if you want to point a sales system that will truly make a difference for your business, you need PDQ POS. Schedule your free demo and business consultation today at pdqpos.com. That's pdqpos.com.